Hey, hey, you're listening to Rising Into Mindful Motherhood. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Wood. I'm a barefoot mama bear, pharmacist, integrative fertility health coach, and lover of all things nature and animals. I'm on a mission to have intentional conversations about the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to fertility, pregnancy, postpartum, and beyond. My mindful guests and I will be talking about struggles, wins, natural wellness, and how we grow and transform as we enter motherhood. My background in healthcare has shown me how broken our medical system is. My own struggles to become pregnant has shown the lack of support for mamas-to-be, the lack of guidance for women to have a nourishing and vibrant pregnancy, the isolation, mom guilt, and all the things we hold after bringing baby Earthside. I want this platform to be a place where women can feel connected, safe and supported to share and hear their stories. A place to use our voice to discuss and advocate about what we need and deserve as mothers. So let's dive in, shall we? Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. I'm really excited for this IG Live. It's actually my first one I've ever done with somebody else. So a um for effort to to really kind of knocking that out and I'm just excited to talk about you know the feminine self-healing and just I have been following you for a while and I really really love how you support women and just the things that you share so I'm really excited to just dive in with you yes hello everyone my name is Stasha um I I started I started in this world as a fertility coach and like, like many women, like many practitioners who get into this space, it was my own healing journey that really led me to be so passionate about going deep, 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 deep into what is fertility on an energy and emotional level. And what I found and what I experienced here really felt like truth for me. And I just knew that I needed to share this message, like this, this was my purpose. This was not only about helping women get pregnant or seeing that positive pregnancy test, but it was so much more. It was about becoming the woman that they wanted to be, becoming the kind of mother that they wanted to be, and healing ancestral, generational wounds, patterns. And it's just, it, this work just reaches so far and so deep that it has now become my mission to really help practitioners and coaches and women even aspiring to be in this world, in this profession, mm-hmm. uh, become become not only knowledgeable about this kind of work, but very much embodied in who they are as, as again, not only a healing modality, but just a way of being and a way of living. So I'm excited to talk about all of those things today. Yeah. And if you think about it, it's just creating such a wider ripple effect because you're only one person. You can only help so many women on their journey to motherhood. So by working with other fertility practitioners, you know, anyone who really supports women in any way, and then all the lives that they're going to affect and touch and impact, like it really is beautiful. So I just appreciate you being here and just sharing your your passion and just your brilliance as well. So I'd love to to just really dive right in and have you talk, talk about like what is womb trauma? So I, I feel like trauma is really being talked a lot of, about right now. And I think even for myself a couple of years ago, I thought I don't have trauma, you know, because we think of trauma being like really, really big life occurrences that we go through. Um, but then when you kind of tack on like womb trauma, then I feel like people might be like, hmm, what is that? Like, I have no idea what that is. So I would really love to talk about that and why it's so important um, for women to work on, especially during that preconception phase, like before gestation even happens. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I'll, I'll start with where a lot of where a lot of people are familiar with trauma. And you're so right. It's so easy to write this off uh, for, for a number of reasons. We think of big T trauma as some big thing that's happened and it's completely, um, you know, weighed us down our entire lives. And 
it's our identity and, and most of us are are walking around with with little t trauma and i hate even deciphering those things because it really does feel all of the same within the body within the subconscious but you know these little things of when we're when we're raised by our parents who are you know on a on a range of woundedness themselves doing the absolute best that they can will continue to project their own wounding onto their children mostly unconsciously and it's the little things like you know, getting really excited and happy and giving a lot of attention to the child who gets the straight A test um, versus, oh, you need to be more like your sister. Like, why can't you just be like that? And it's like these little things that really ingrain into our subconscious from the ages of zero to eight when we're very, very prone to programming. And then these, these things stick with us as our stories. They show up as patterns in relationships. They show up as patterns in order to get our needs met and therefore we're we're living a life from our trauma wounds Mm -hmm. and so healing trauma is very much addressing and and this can happen in a multi multitude of ways right we can go directly in and address the emotion that we have trapped up and almost stuck into you know whatever emotional frequency that is congruent, that resonates with whatever organ system, that might be a conversation for another day, but it gets stuck in our body and held there for our own benefit. So that when we are ready, when we have the support, when we have the resources, when, we, when, when we're emotionally intelligent, intelligently ready to actually access that, open it up and feel through that wisdom, that's when it will come up in, into our life. So healing trauma is such an empowering way to reclaim your self, capital S self, and your wholeness. The way that I see trauma is it's here for you. It's absolutely here for you. And that's really hard to understand at first because it feels like this big thing that we don't want to go in. We don't want to feel we're terrified of what we might find. Um, an example of, you know, my, my story with my mother, I actually knew that there was a lot of wounding there. There was a lot of pain. Um, you know, anyone that has kind of a a friction between their mother, mother, daughter relationship knows this, like, Oh, it's just so painful. Like I'd rather just say, Oh yeah, she did the best I could. I turned out fine. And we don't need to even look at that. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing to go to therapy and talk about how all of these things have affected us and bring awareness to it. It's a completely different level when you actually feel into the body where these emotions, these this pain um, between the relationship is actually felt and, and held. And then you feel through that and you alchemize that pain into compassion, into love, into your power, into your self-worth whatever it may be. And we can talk about the alchemy process later. But taking it to the womb, right? Our womb has its own emotional consciousness as well, just like the liver does, just like the heart, just like the solar plexus, the throat. And so our womb is really, really special because it it holds the blueprint of our sexual energy, right? The blueprint of our feminine energy as well as our masculine energy. And we we hold not only the wisdom and the, the sacredness, so almost like the sacred blueprint of like the feminine blueprint, like this is how feminine energy feels, this is what it should look like, here's the blueprint of that. We, we also hold the wounding that we've accumulated from the feminine and masculine energy as well. And, you know, if you're new to this, to this world and really, well, what is masculine and feminine energy? It's not gender specific. We all have feminine and masculine energy and we all have, you know, this specific ratio. We all have uh, this range of, you know, wounded, unconscious wounding to, um, you know, how, how healed and whole we are within these energies and our womb holds that. Now, what's really important to understand is that accessing our womb is, is typically almost impossible for most of us to just go there and access it, right? To just, oh, let me tap into and connect into my womb space. Why? Because as women, we hold the most amount of trauma within our womb space. Mm -hmm. And the thing to know about trauma is that our subconscious is blocking it (laughs) 
and, and, and blocking it from our conscious mind for a reason, right? Because we don't feel safe yet. We don't have the tools yet. We might not even have the awareness yet that that's what's going on. And yet our womb space is, is this hologram, this mirror to our self-worth. It holds the codes to our self-worth. Every relationship, right? So codependent relationship, maybe being stuck in the same pattern within an intimate relationship. Um, and, and also, you know, how we feel about our sexual energy and expression, our fertility. There's so much held here. There's so much information held here within the womb space. And we're walking around and completely unconscious to it. And it's, it's controlling our, <laughs> our entire lives. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, womb trauma is, is, is the emotional uh, trauma that's held within this energetic uh, blueprint, this, this space within your womb. And so, again, if you're new to this work, it can feel very esoteric of, of how is this real? How can this be proven? And, and that's just it. You know, we're going into a world where it, it's only through experience that you're going to have this, like, tangible description of, of what I'm talking about. And you're going to be able to nod your head of, like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what she's talking about. And that's why experiencing womb healing is, is just paramount to really understanding this work and, and, and everything that is here for you and your fertility journey um, and as a mom. So that's just kind of the tip of the iceberg of what womb trauma is and, and the womb space. And I don't know if you want to go deeper or... Yeah, no, <laughs> I... There. Yeah, I love and I have learned so much about all of these things over the last couple years myself and it was very confusing for me, like feminine energy, masculine, like how do you have both? But then as I kind of like dove deeper into them, it's like, wow, I was really in my like disempowered masculine, especially when I was trying to get pregnant because it was like force and control and got to make it happen. Um, you know, got to so used to, you know, being able to achieve and get the results that you want. And then it's like when you can't, control the timing and you can't make it happen it's so frustrating and I feel like it if if you either don't have the awareness or like the outside support kind of that can look in you can dive deeper into that like disempowered masculine and I feel like that's what happened to me oh I would love to speak to that yeah I think that that kind of archetype of the wounded masculine tends to show up so so strongly within a woman's fertility journey um, you know, especially as a coach and a practitioner, these are the women that are out there looking for the solution to fix. So, it, you know, in my world, it's just kind of like heightened that this is kind of the biggest wound um, going on. So many women think that they're in too much in their masculine energy. But really what's happening is that they don't have that sacred masculine foundation of stability, yeah. groundedness, trust, right, within mm-hmm. yourself like I, I always, um, you know, the masculine energy is that feeling. It's like you come home from a hard day and your your partner is just like, you know what? Like, let me draw you a bath. Let me cook you some dinner. Like, you just go rest and relax. Like, I've got this. You're incredible. I love you. Like, you're going to kill it tomorrow. Like, it's just that feeling of being held mm-hmm. and taken care of. Like, that's the safe, secure, stable masculine energy. And you can see within a fertility journey, like we're not accessing that. <laughs> it's the opposite. It's <gasps> I'm very insecure all of a sudden. Yeah. I'm very shaken up, nervous system dysregulated, got to grasp, got to find the answer, got to force, got to push. I don't trust that, you know, I, I have the, you know, deep down, I have the ability to do this and I want to make sure I can control everything that I can in order to make it happen. And, you know, it's, it's such a hard place to be because it's very emotionally up and down. We have these spurts of like dopamine hit. I'm going to hire everything. I'm going to buy all of the supplements. I'm going to get all the tests. Like we're going to do this. This is going to work. I have it all planned out perfectly. Mm-hmm. And then when it doesn't happen in the right time that we planned it, then it all comes crashing down, right? That, oh my gosh, can I really do that? It's it's like not, it's it's the fear of not uh, being totally in your feminine. It's like the suppressed feminine, and and 
these two go together because if you don't have that safe, secure masculine, your feminine cannot open and receive. Mm-hmm. The analogy I use is, you know, climbing to the top of a rope and your feminine's like, all right, I'm going to trust because my intuition says, like, I'm ready to let go. Let's let go. And we let go, but there's no masculine down here to catch us. And so we hit the ground and we get traumatized. See, I told you I can't trust myself. See, like, I told you I have to, you know, control everything. That stuff doesn't work for me. So that's why, you know, we we have women who are wanting to step deeper into their feminine energy, but they haven't, they haven't done that work to build up their, their masculine Mm -hmm. and, you know, building up your masculine. What does that mean? We do this through the womb space because we hold energetic imprints of wounded masculine within our womb because we receive it through the sexual energy of our male partners. We also receive it from our father because his sexual energy is within our mother's womb and we were gestated there. So you can see how we have, you know, masculine energy that's influencing us. And a lot of times it's coming from this very unconscious wounded place, even though we had incredible fathers or, you know, for, for what we know, we've had incredible sexual relationships. A lot, a lot of times it's unconscious, right? Because our, our, our guys are very wounded as well within the wounded masculine and wounded feminine. Mm-hmm. It's not just the women, right? Patriarchy, this, you know, societal uh, wounded masculine, wounded feminine construct is not serving anyone, right? We have men very much forcing, pushing, needing to control power, disrespect of the feminine, and just just little things like, you know, expecting the woman to be the mom and to look perfect. We do that to ourselves, but but our men tend to do that too, just subconsciously, right? If we don't even question it, it's like a it's a program. So so yeah, it's it's a beautiful opportunity in a fertility journey to go, ooh, how am I showing up here? Mm-hmm. Because for Fertility is ultimately a feminine energy expression. It's a feminine energy expression. It's creativity. It's creativity. And so feminine energy consists of intuition, consists of emotional alchemy. It consists of creativity. Those are the kind of the three big ones. And creativity is fertility. And so many women are disconnected from their womb, disconnected from the source of their power of, of creative power. Mm-hmm. And so we wonder, oh, why is, why is fertility, you know, not happening for me? Well, if we're so in our wounded masculine that we can't even access our feminine, can't access our fertility. You know, and this is happening on various ranges. You know, it's not every single woman in her wounded masculine can't get pregnant. But what we're seeing is that it's it's a lot harder, too. And also, we're bringing a lot of that wounded masculine energy into our fertility journey. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit background of maybe what you were experiencing. And, you know, I know you've done so much healing within this yourself. Um but for women that are, are noticing that kind of pattern within their fertility during womb healing would be a great place to start looking. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what would you say are the most common like womb traumas that you see? What are some new, fun and exciting ways I can serve these women who are wanting to have a child and become a mother and just step into that next version of themselves? And I am going to be releasing in early September a brand new Confident Conception membership. And I want to be able to serve and impact as many women as possible with this membership. That is my true intention from my heart. I do not want any woman who desires, needs, or wants more holistic 
integrative, natural guidance and support along their fertility journey because I know that this piece is heavily lacking in the Western conventional space. So if you desire that for yourself, that is why I've created this membership because you should not have to be limited to the help and guidance and support that you receive. This membership is at an incredible investment level and the value is, it's amazing. So just to kind of give you a little sneak peek, I'm not revealing the true details until early, early September, but you are going to have access in this membership the method that I use and have used with my one-on-one -on -one clients, with my group coaching clients, you name it. And this framework, this method has been able to get women pregnant when they were otherwise told they could not get pregnant naturally and that they needed IUI and IVF. So I have a wait list for this beautiful membership that I will be launching soon. And if this interests you even a little bit, even if you're just curious, like you're still not sure if this is right for you, if this is what you need, that's totally fine. I would get yourself on this membership waitlist because anyone who is on the waitlist is going to be the first to know when the membership launches. You will know before anyone on my email list, on my Instagram, Facebook, anywhere on social media, anyone who's on this wait list will be the absolute first to know and you will be the first and only to have access to a very exclusive founder's rate for signing up for the membership. So you're definitely going to want to be on the wait list for this because like I had said, it is an investment level that can serve everyone because that is my goal. That is my dream. That is my passion. That is why I am here on this earth. So this is what my heart, my mind has birthed really um, as a way to support and impact more women, more couples, more families. Because at the end of the day, that's why I do this. I do this to help you realize your dream of becoming a mother, your dream of holding your child, whether it's your first child, your second, third, fourth, and beyond. Yeah. I would say, so ultimately it's this umbrella of, of, either fear of creativity and I'll kind of break down what that looks like to make it tangible. Cause it's like, what fear of creativity? Why would I be afraid of creativity? Um, and then there's also, so let's just start there actually. Um, so creativity, if you really look within the womb space, right, we have the uterus, the womb, we also have um, the ovaries in terms of the physical manifestation of our womb space. Our ovaries, if you think about it, hold our creative potential. And every month, it's ooh, releasing our creative ideas out into the world. Mm. How many women are terrified of creative expression, of expressing themselves, of, of even just sitting down and, and playing with creativity, right? So many, so many believe that, oh, I have to be an artist or a dancer to be creative, and that's just not true. We can express our creativity in so many different ways, decorating our house, uh, makeup, hair, dressing ourselves. Um, and, and also to, you know, artwork. And basically, there's this fear of, well, what will happen if I put my creative ideas out into the world? Fear of judgment, fear of rejection. And this was very much me, um, actually, <laughs> came from a very wounded masculine upbringing um, and actually started my career as a chemical engineer. And through college, through, through my career, it was always work, 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 do, 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 very much in the wounded masculine. 
there was no time for rest. There was no value in rest. There was no value in creativity. There was no value in, in space unless I was burnt out. When I was burnt out, when I was frustrated, then I made time of like, oh, maybe I just kind of want to draw a picture or like color a picture or go walk in nature or go for a hike almost to rejuvenate myself. But like that was the only time that I felt safe to create. You don't feel safe to lean back and create space and create when you've always got to go, 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 do, 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 because your self-worth is completely wrapped up in that. Mm -hmm. So this can result in ovarian issues. PCOS is a big one. Ovarian cysts, um, where it's, where we're really suppressing ovulation. We're suppressing the release of that creative expression. Um, in different, different avenues of that, but that's, that's, kind of the main um, taste of, of what's going on energetically for PCOS. Mm-hmm. The other one that I see so, so common is um, within the womb, within the uterus itself. And this has more to do with the, the emotions of anger and resentment towards mm-hmm. the masculine. So we see this a lot in women who are actually holding on to a lot of sexual trauma where they've been violated, um, you know, rape and, and sexual violence being kind of the, the biggest one here. But this doesn't even need to happen in your personal life. This could have happened um, within your mother, within your maternal ancestral line. Mm-hmm. This is the big, this is a big one because women can go, well, that didn't really happen to me. And first of all, when we get into the healing session, sometimes we find that, oh, actually a little bit of this did kind of happen. But again, my subconscious was shutting it down and we safely open that up and process it. But a lot of times what we'll find is, oh my gosh, that memory was of my mother when she was a child. And so, yeah, or, or it's this, you know, faceless person, but we know it's, it's one of our ancestors, right? And, and now we're doing the healing and processing for her. You might think, how, how is that possible? This seems pretty out there. But we're actually physically and energetically connected from our wounds, wombs, all the way through our maternal ancestral line. Think of a rushing nesting doll, right? My over and my womb was developed within my mother when she was pregnant, right? And and my eggs were actually forming within her when she was in her mother. And so we have this transmission of not only wounds, but wisdom as well. Mm-hmm. But so we can accumulate these, these wounds all the way down the maternal line, which again is why accessing the womb is so incredibly powerful because we can access those things and heal those things. So this results in um, endometriosis a lot um, or, or very, very irregular periods in terms of, of very heavy high estrogen. Um, and, and what, you know, I, I, I really looked into this because I have not personally um, experienced endometriosis, but so many women have been drawn to me and my coaching programs, especially Awakened Womb, to address endometriosis because it is one of those um, it is one of those symptoms that really takes it out of us. It really disrupts our life. It's very painful. Um, it, it can just affect you know sometimes two, even three weeks out of the month for a lot of women in terms of just like agonizing pain where it's really disrupting our life. So, and affecting our fertility as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's usually how that manifests physically within the womb. And, and these two things are really affecting fertility, right? For obvious reasons, if we're not ovulating, um, if, if our endometriosis, endometrium is really angry, the cells are really angry, um, and inflammatory, you know, there's going to be a problem uh, with implantation and other things as well. So those would be the biggest things. Yeah. And I think there's even been, I don't know, studies or articles that do say like women that have endometriosis tend to have trauma 
you know, so what you're speaking to is definitely true. Like there are things that I have found in doing my own research that that has been something that has been found, like when they maybe do like um, ask questions at the doctor's office or like a questionnaire or something like that. So one like kind of side question I have, and I'd love to hear your thoughts is hormonal birth control. So like a lot lot of these things that we're talking about, trauma, suppression of creativity, but I personally feel from my own experience, I was on birth control for 13 years consecutively, right before we started trying. And looking back on my journey, it's like, wow, I feel like I have been able to be like, use my voice a lot more, really tap back into that creativity that I had when I was younger before being on the birth control. So it's it's almost like it just completely silenced it. We know that birth control can shrink our ovaries, so thus shrinking or silencing that creativity. So I know that so many women are pushed on birth control for various reasons. But yeah, I don't know if you have anything to share on that. Mm, yeah, it's you know, we, we, we've heard, I've heard terms, you know, chemical castration, you know, terms like, it's like, oh, whoa, what's going on? Um, and that, I mean, essentially, that's what's going on. We basically suppress our feminine energy. Um, when you suppress the, the natural um, production of hormones that's happening within the ovaries, I mean, your ovaries are responsible for that beautiful cyclical hormonal pattern. And, and we're, we're shutting that, that potential creative energy down. We're shutting the feminine energy and expression down. And so things like, um, you know, ability to really access your intuition, right? Your deep knowing to like what's right and what's wrong for me. I've seen that really get shut down for a lot of women. And, and this is where we're starting to look outside of ourselves of what should I do and what's the right thing. And I, I don't have any... I don't have access to that internal compass of who I am and what's, what's meant for me when there's so many problems with that. Right. Um, then we are, what I've noticed too is, is an inability to really be with our emotions. And this is very interesting. And this is just from my personal experience. I actually haven't looked into this or contemplated it much, but you know, it's why do so many women experience anxiety and depression within on, on birth control as well and one could say oh it's it's the estrogen it's the imbalance of hormones and yes 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 but again when we when we shut down our feminine energy a, a big component of our feminine energy is this ability to feel and and release and alchemize emotions and when we're when we don't have that superpower within us we start to make emotions mean something about us right so when we have the hard day or when we do feel overwhelmed, because again, we're not, we don't know who we are. And that really starts to accumulate within the mind, right? It's like, oh, I'm feeling sad all of the time. I'm a sad person. There must be something wrong with me. I just feel like doing anything and, and, it, and it compounds. Um, and then again, with the creativity, not only are we suppressing our, our fertile creativity, but also our desire to express ourselves creative in all areas. Um, you know, this can look like, um, you know, for me personally, it was like, I don't, I didn't, I didn't have an opinion about anything, you know, and I, and I didn't have like, oh, what's your style? I don't know. I really have a style. Like you look at, you looked at my house and I couldn't really decorate my house. Like I just had no sense of who I was an outward expression of that, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, I think birth control is working on not only the physical level, but also the emotional and energetic level as well, which is kind of scary. Yeah, it, it really does. And it's just pushed, you know, for so many things. So you have PCOS, let's regulate your cycles with birth control and just kind of add on to that toll and all those things. So why is treating the symptom not the same as healing the root cause at the energetic level? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love this idea of, of, you know, healing the root cause. You know, I, when I first, uh, when I first found <laughs> almost like a, almost like a religion, when I first found functional medicine, my eyes were just like, oh my God, this is 
everything. Like, this is how we heal the world. We just had to get to the root cause on the physical level. It just made so much sense. And I, and I really committed myself to a good five or six years within this space of functional nutrition and functional testing and getting to the root cause. And there's just so much truth to this. And it's such an incredible paradigm shift. Um, and I think it's really helped a lot of women um, feel empowered around understanding their bodies. Um, but we want to take it to the next level. We want to take it to the next level because our physical bodies are actually just a mirror, almost like a hologram, a representation of what is happening within our energetic blueprint. This is a paradigm shift. (laughs) When we start understanding that it's not just on the physical level and we treat the physical with physical, but we're actually a denser vibration of energy that originates from an energetic blueprint that you can almost just picture your aura right around you and it condenses into your physical self and if there are distortions within your energetic field these are going to show up as physical signs and symptoms within your physical body tension right symptoms within your womb um even you know if we ignore them long enough or, you know, we just don't have the, the awareness or tools to understand what's really going on, it can also start to show up as, as dis-ease, right? Where, okay, now we're looking at Western medicine to, to label and categorize these physical symptoms to get you the physical treatment. And it's a really disempowering place because you're relying on a doctor to tell you what's wrong with you, to provide you with the solution and you're, you're, you're stuck in a corner with like, this is the only solution you have. And so many women are, are, you know, (laughs) exiting this, this, this matrix. They're wanting something so much deeper. They know that this isn't the only answer. They know that more is possible, but a lot of times they get stuck within that same paradigm of thinking of, Oh, let me just find the thing to fix it. But now we're looking at functional testing and what's the right probiotic, and let me do a liver detox, and oh, my methylation gene is, you know, heterozygous, and and now I need to take supplementation here, and so we're still coming from that same paradigm, old paradigm of, I need something outside of me to fix myself, and once Mm -hmm. I fix it, then I'll be good, then I can get what I want, then I'll be fertile, then I can have the baby, the motherhood, etc. So again, it's just this, oh, chasing the next thing to fix my broken body. And within the new paradigm, making that shift is understanding that these physical symptoms aren't actually my broken body. These symptoms actually have meaning. These symptoms are something, something originating deeper, drawing my attention to this area, wanting me to witness, wanting me to feel, wanting me to heal, wanting me to process what's going on, instead of go, oh, gross, oh, I need a pill, let me go fix it, so then I don't have to deal with it anymore. Mm-hmm. And when we move from just like an intellectual understanding, right, when most women hear this, like, oh, this makes so much sense, yeah, I've got to get to the real root cause, I've got to, you know, heal the emotional component of endometriosis, like, I get it, but what that actually requires is again that old flipping from the old paradigm to the new paradigm of I'm actually the creator of my reality that this is here for me do I have the courage to create space to really hear what's going on within my womb to really hear what she needs because a lot of times what she needs is reclamation of the feminine healing of the masculine which is going to look like letting go, which is going to look like trust, which is going to look like clearing out all of the things on my calendar and in my life that no longer serve me and come back to me. A lot of women will start there, right? How, what's the thing I have to do to let go? What's the thing I have to do to create space? What's the thing I have to do to heal? And again, we're getting in this masculine doing, mm-hmm. but when you heal within the womb you're healing these deep imbalances within a meditation 
connection with any healing practice. And then as a result, you trust. As a result, you're able to let go. As a result, you desire space and alignment in your life. So healing the root cause, the real root cause on the energy level, results in all of the external healing and the external changing of who you are, of your relationships, of your fertility, of your physical health. So often, though, we're trying to play whack-a-mole on even in our relationships, right? Let me have the hard talk to fix this relationship versus let me look within and heal like this deep ancestral wound that's keeping me stuck in this codependent relationship and then I show up differently to this relationship and we can find peace we can find reclamation so the difference there is I'm out there playing whack-a-mole trying to fix everything on the physical level versus let me look inward and heal what's really going on this energetic distortion within mm-hmm. and not only you know what what is healing it's 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 wholeness it's it's bringing wholeness back within your body wholeness within your relationships wholeness within your self-worth wholeness within your fertility and that only happens when we heal within when we heal the root cause from within not all of the doing and that's why you would see too let me get the let me get the surgery to remove the endometriosis why is it coming back in three years mm-hmm. it's because that energetic blueprint, it's just physically manifesting what's still there. So when you get to the real root cause, you heal within the energetic field. And this is why, you know, within my awakened womb, the really powerful um, womb healing meditation for endometriosis specifically. And the women who experience these sessions, you know, 20, 30 minute sessions, will come out on the other side saying, I just experienced my first ever regular pain-free menstrual cycle. Mm -hmm. That is what I would label a spontaneous remission. When we've been struggling with something like this for 30 years, and we've all of a sudden had our first ever pain-free menstrual cycle, what the heck's happening here? Right? When after, after they've tried everything, they've had the surgery, they've done this, they've done the IVF, they, they've, they're, they're taking pain pills just to get through their life, and now we're experiencing complete remission. Mm-hmm. So that's just the power of how quickly these things can happen. But also, too, a lot of times there's layers. Yeah. There's layers to healing. It's not always just that, oh, I did a session and I'm healed. Yay, let's go fix the next thing. Yeah. It's no, this is a journey. It's just this deep spiral of, oh, okay, now my now my womb is speaking to me in this way. Okay, let's go within, listen, give her what she needs. And then you experience that healing on the physical level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I think I saw you do a post recently about the functional medicine, the testing, the supplements, and I really resonated with it because my background is I'm a pharmacist, but I have gone through my own journey to really more like natural health. But it's almost like I think women have this concept or thought in their mind, like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna step away from like the regular Western medicine. I'm gonna see a naturopathic doctor or a functional medicine doctor, get all these tests, but they're different tests than like what my regular doctor would do. And then I'm going to take all these supplements, right? But it's really just, you know, one supplement for one prescription medication. So kind of like, and I'm, I'm totally guilty of this myself, but it really is still looking like outside of yourself for that solution. Mm -hmm. Um, And just speaking from like a personal experience of mine, I had actually done some energy work towards um, like stage fright, things like that, because I was going to a conference um, this spring and I, I had a lot of um, ancestral trauma that was really causing that. And typically I will get cramps on my first day of my cycle. I did not have any cramping that next cycle after doing that like energetic release like I was like what is happening I wouldn't have even known that I had started my cycle it was crazy so it it, 
it really does just go to show that there's just so much more at the energetic level that can be done. Mm. Yeah, exactly. It's that it's that old paradigm and I'm, I'm seeing the old paradigm being, you know, brought in. And of course it is right. Because we live in a society. <laughs> it's just, that's all we've been taught. That's all we've been programmed with. But, you know, we have chiropractors and naturopaths who are bringing in that Western medicine, um, you know, just treating instead of a pill for every ill, we've heard this, we've heard this phrase. Now it's a symptom for every, it's a supplement for every symptom. Yeah. And so we're just, just bringing that old paradigm way of thinking into these complementary medicines. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, oh, let me go get my back adjusted. Let me go and get a treatment with my acupuncturist. It's, mm-hmm. there really needs to be this understanding within the practitioner level too, that there's more going on here. There's so much more context than just let me pop in for a quick treatment. Because ultimately what's going on here is, oh, I have a symptom Let me go fix it with these other natural holistic modalities so I can get back to my really misaligned life instead of, okay, let's, this symptom is happening for me. Let's really get to the bottom. What is this trying to tell me? Because a lot of times the answers are going to be slow down. Mm -hmm. You're in the wrong job. You're in the wrong relationship, right? Because now that we've done that deeper healing, you're no longer going to be in alignment to the boss who shits on you every single morning and and keeps you there all weekend and you know all of these different things it's like oh i've just reclaimed a sense of my power and my sense of self-worth i'm no longer tolerating this in my life and now it's less like it's not even a fit there now i have to go do this other thing like oh i'm gonna go start my business or or whatever it is so that's just some other benefits of of energy healing work it's like once you upgrade the frequency of your energetic blueprint your external world moves into alignment with that we've heard of quantum leaps and you know manifesting this and that it's that's what's really happening it's like we're not doing something in order to manifest something we're doing the inner and shifting our frequency Mm -hmm. and as a result the physical 3d is just reorient reorienting itself around us mm-hmm. that's another way of saying like what's going on with the physical um spontaneous remission it's that we're 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 it's, um another way of saying this too is um you know our energetic blueprint isn't just this static blueprint like an architectural blueprint of a building it's actually this flow of vital life force energy and when we get these little pockets of distortion of held trauma, you know, you can think of like, like piling up rocks within a stream. Ooh, we got water pooling over here. Then we got water rushing around over here. That's what's happening within our energetic field. So pooled stagnant energy might be leading to these symptoms and a lot of, you know, rushing energy around here could result in a lot of, um, you know, aggra- irritable inflammatory uh, symptoms over here. So it's just, when we revitalize and rejuvenate that flow, that's that sense of wholeness that we're feeling of, oh, I no longer feeling broken anymore. Like I'm feeling completely embodied within my body. Mm-hmm. That's where that sense of wholeness comes from. Yeah, I love that. This conversation has been amazing. <laughs> I, I could probably talk to you for hours, um, but where could women go if they're interested in learning more about this modality and, and even becoming certified in it as well, if we have any practitioners watching? Yes, yeah, and, and even, you know, coaches, practitioners, and, and women who are really desiring to become their own self-healers, right, and really take take this journey into their womb space, into their body, Um yeah, I invite, I invite you all, if you're really resonating with this message and you know that this is the next step for you, um, Embodied Womb Awakening is my six-month certification for women, self-healers, practitioners. Um, and we are currently on early bird until August 31st, but doors open to this September uh, cohort, September 13th. So if this is interesting for you and you're really resonating, I invite you to come over and look, take a look on my profile and you can uh, watch a masterclass and learn more about the modalities that you'll become embodied in. And what I really want to 
really want to differentiate between this certification and really anything else out there. And I mentioned this at the very beginning of our interview is that you must experience your own awakening. You must be embodied in this journey yourself first before we can really show up and lead this this movement, this this movement of feminine awakening that's happening on this planet, right? Women coming back into their power, into their vitality, into their fertility. And so it's it's just as much a personal healing journey in parallel with I have the skills and the leadership to facilitate this powerfully for other women, whether it's in your own practice or you want to pivot within your business or you want to start something like this. The, the need is there. And women, like I mentioned, are looking for something deeper than let me just heal the symptoms. I want more. I want that wholeness. I want to connect with myself. I want to be that version of me that I know that I'm meant to be. And the certification will absolutely support you in that. And um, Katie is an affiliate. So definitely reach out through her if you're interested in signing up for this cohort. Um, she has links to provide you as well. Um, so yeah, I invite anyone to come over and ask me any questions as well. Yes, I'm super excited for this training program. I think that it's just going to, like I said in the beginning, create such a wider ripple effect. And I love that you really encourage, you know, walking that path first yourself and then you are just so much more well-equipped to be able to serve and support and help women do the same for them. And also, and then they can help younger generations or other women in their lives as well. So thank you so much, Stasha. This was really a beautiful conversation. Thank you, my love. We'll chat soon. Yes. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rising into Mindful Motherhood podcast. If this episode resonated with you or gave you an aha moment, stop what you're doing right now and write a review. This simple act of kindness helps me get this podcast out to connect with as many women as I possibly can. I also have a special offer. If you send me a screenshot of your review, I will take $250 off one of my premium coaching containers. Let me know what resonated with you the most and why. So connect with me and my free Facebook community or tag me on Instagram. You'll find both listed below. Thanks again from the bottom of my heart for tuning in to this episode and I'll see you next time.